All right, we are here at the Great American Craft Expo in Atlantic City. I've never been here before. It's quite the experience. Mm -hmm. And my first guest I have with me, I'm very excited. I cannot tell you how long I waited to get her in the hot seat. <laughs> and I had to travel, what, from Texas all the way to Jersey to finally catch her. Yeah. We have the gorgeous Jessica Flynn. Jessica! Yeah. Is this your first time in Atlantic City? Yes. What do you think about it so far? It's very weird. <laughs> I was like, they picked this area yeah. for all these casinos and resorts. But okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. I Well, I didn't find out that it was not a casino until being very confused and I was yeah. like what's going on why is it so dead yeah why are people walking around why are children here you know this yeah. is a casino and I found out it's like an arcade kind of thing yeah it was a casino okay and then uh they renovated they lost their gambling license mm -hmm. so about a few years ago they renovated it into more of a family fun center mm -hmm. so a lot of areas of the resort are giving abandoned mall vibes Yes, because that's it was exactly once, what Scott was saying. Yeah, it was, or, or it's like Cheesecake <laughs> Factory meets like abandoned mall. And yes. I'm like, where are we? But it's very fun. I love the adventure of going to these things and going to places I've never been. That is fun. Um, we have a great job yeah. of getting to meet people for the first time that we interact with for so long and then discovering new places and traveling. And yeah. it's, we're very lucky. We're very blessed to be in the position that we're in. Heck yeah. Yeah. All right. So you got a booth here. Mm -hmm. You got a booth to sell in your epoxy. This will be my first time at a convention as a vendor. Uh, I'm no stranger to vendor booths. In 2013, I used to do farmer's markets and I was selling bows and stuff with my girlfriends. Yes. And so I'm familiar with that, but I'm a little Ooh. nervous showing up with my stuff and, and doing that because I've never... You know. You've never been like the vent, like the seller of your own no, product brand. No, I okay. show up as a instructor and we teach our classes and we present and that's great. And so now it's like double duty. It was very daunting. I've been preparing for this for months. Oh yeah. 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 I just did my first vendor um, booth last month in for GlitterCon. Glitter yeah. And mm -hmm. I underestimated the prep because when I did yeah. cups, like did you ever do cups, like the cup booth? No. That one, that was a ball, like a, just a walk in the park, you yeah. know? And then when you actually have to prepare and the POS and mm -hmm. you have to do all of these, you know, what happens if this happens and what if we have no connection and lights and wires and I'm just, so I underestimated the prep. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's a lot. Yes. Yeah. Are we having a, hey. a flash mob? <laughs> we got a flash mob. Come <laughs> <laughs> here. Oh, they got a bunch of Stuarts in their, their pants. Um, Stuarts in the pants. Well, I am really, really, this is my first time meeting you. And yeah. I feel like I am just catching up with an old friend because. You know what I told Jen on the way here? What? I said, I'm not nervous to meet anybody except for Nicole. I'm a Why? little bit starstruck. <laughs> because. Likewise, likewise. No. Scott walked in and he's like, I think I saw Jessica Flynn walk. And I was like, shut up. And he's like, yeah. I was like. How did she look? Was oh. she like glowing? Was yeah. she like, was there like an aura around her? <laughs> no, I was so excited because I've always looked up to you and you're one of the most talented artists in the industry, in my opinion. 
your Tupac cup. You made a Tupac cup a long time ago, and it had all the inks and the this. And I remember showing my husband when I started, first started making cups. I was like, look at this. Look at this cup. It's the most, it's the coolest thing I've ever oh, seen. Oh, you just gave me goosebumps. Yeah. Thank you. I am a fan. There is nothing that you cannot touch that is just not fabulous and phenomenal. I and can think of like a few things. But thank, you. <laughs> thank you. I'm going to be laughing and giggling this entire time because I'm so giddy because I'm like talking with Jessica. So if you're listening and you're already annoyed with my random giggles, get over it because yeah. <laughs> because there's going to be a lot of laughing going to happen. I love to laugh. <laughs> I, I love, love to laugh. joke. Yeah. You know, we have a good time. Yeah. You can't take yourself too serious. Absolutely. Yeah. One of the things that I really, especially being in this industry, I will say that one of the things I love everybody in the industry, you know, mm -hmm. even the ones that have like their things going on. I respect everybody in this industry mm -hmm. for what we do, because this is a hard, this is a hard Spot. you know you got a lot of eyes on you so yeah. you got to have like a really thick skin and I admire a lot of people for putting themselves out there and doing what they do yeah I agree one of the things yeah. that I admire most about you yes you're a fucking amazing artist oh, yes there is what she guys I love it I, I love it I remember <laughs> seeing <laughs> I remember watching your videos when you were measuring water in the cup on your window uh -huh. it I mean it goes way back you know uh -huh. like way back and so <laughs> And people tell me, I've been watching you when you were on your, your dining room table and we go way back. And, yeah. um, it, it is a, um, you get to meet a lot of different people and you get to kind of build bonds with them and friendships with them. One of the things that I have admired most about you is your honesty. Oh, thank you. I love, it is a very, um, rare quality in people mm -hmm. that, um, to to be able to like you just said i have no problem saying no yeah. i have no problem being honest it comes from mm -hmm. a place of love but it is what it is and i will say that i love i've told somebody this before i said when i talk to jessica i feel like i'm t like she has a very child spirit mm -hmm. that comes through and mm -hmm. her honesty is like a it's like a child's honesty oh, it's very pure yeah. and i really like that oh, like you. i I really, really like that. I was like, I always feel very, <laughs> you know, it's like I've never encountered somebody with like that way of like their, the vibe that they put out. It's like yeah. speaking to somebody with a, just a very pure soul, like a very pure aura. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank so you. I love your honesty, girl. Oh, I appreciate that. Thank so you. I have a list of questions here. Yeah. I know we can sit here and we can just bullshit the entire time, but I'm sure <laughs> that there are people who want some kind of narrative because I will go all over the place. Yeah. But um, what's been going on in your life recently? Like, how are you? Talk to me. Yeah. Well, this has been a hard year. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a hard, uh, you know, six months. Yeah. You know, I think, uh, you know, I, I've run from all my stuff in it with work, uh -huh. you know? So it's like, if I'm running, I don't have to feel, you mm -hmm. know, and I've been doing that for many years Yes, this business and just running and running and running and, and not dealing with things. Mm -hmm. And that all kind of caught up to me this year. And so I've been kind of like, and then launching my company, you know, it's like, it's, it's, a, it's a little bit of work. Yeah, <laughs> it's a, just a little bit it's of a, a little you know, bit of a task setting that kind up. Of, no. So, you know, I've been recovering a lot from that breakdown, that kind of boiling point that we hit. Uh, it needed to happen. Mm -hmm. You know, there's been a lot of surrender this year. And uh, 
you know, we launched my uh, Flint Sister Supply Shop in November last year, mm-hmm. and that's been a whirlwind. And congratulations um, on that, by the way. Thank you. It's amazing. It's been a lot. And, uh, you know, just kind of shifting in to that role of being a vendor, like we were talking about earlier, from being a creator and trying to balance what does that mean, you know? And and there's a big drop off. Yeah. Yeah. And, And just trying to find like what makes me happy. And I've spent a lot of years um supporting other businesses and things and now it's like okay this is my year i'm gonna be supporting my business Mm -hmm. and and starting that so that's kind of what i've been doing this past year yeah and so a lot of people in the craft world that we're in are just the small business um they want to take their hobby from hobby to actually making money how would you like how would you advise them to navigate that Yeah, so I think it's super important whenever I am coaching people on like building their small business and things like that, I think it's very important that you take a very honest inventory of what your time allows for. And, you know, okay, well, I have four hours in the day that I can devote to this. Okay, well, you're going to have four hours of work each day to build up to where you want to be. And you have to have a goal, you know, there's gotta be a finish line. Okay, here's what I wanna do, here's my goal, this is what I'd like to do. Here's how many hours I can realistically do this in a day. And you gotta stick to that goal, you can't just keep moving that finish line. You can't, and you got, and and the the time needs to be realistic. Not everyone can scale up to a million dollar a year business in two years if all you realistically have is two to three hours in the day. You know, you're raising kids, you're, driving kids around cleaning the house you're cleaning yeah. the house you're cooking, cooking the dinner you got you know you're supporting your husband or whatever whatever your fi- family dynamic looks like i think the first thing you got to ask yourself is how much can i really devote to this without sacrificing the things that are most important to me because i've sacrificed a lot mm. you know and was it worth it yeah but in in hindsight there know. comes a point where you s- like you don't see it happening because you're like the frog in the pot of boiling mm-hmm. water. Yeah. And you are, it is all fun and it's all pure heart and it's all, I have this dream, I have this dream. Mm-hmm. And then very quickly, but without noticing, it can go from, I have this dream to, I have to do this to survive. Yeah. And then it's no longer, I'm enjoying this anymore. <laughs> and it's kind of like, I feel I'm, this is my life. I have lost my sense of self, my identity. What, like, what did I do before this? You know, Uh you kind of reflect on the person that you used to be and you're, you see all the good that's come out of it. But at the same time, when you look back at that person, you kind of miss that person also. Yeah. And yeah, you have to know when the most important thing that I tell people when they want to make that jump from hobby to supplementing their income and making this an actual successful business is you have to be patient with yourself mm-hmm. and you have to have know your boundaries. Yeah, yeah, 100%. You gotta know where you wanna go and you gotta be realistic at the route you're gonna take to get there. Right. You know, cause I, I always say this, that, you know, the the person who paid the biggest price for my success are my kids. Right. You know, and they've shouldered all of this business on their backs and the times that, you know, I've missed out on. Cause I mean, yeah, I own my own business. If I want to take time off to go, I've, I've never missed a choir concert. I've never missed. Those are the perks. Yeah. Yeah. You're your own boss. 
but it's the day-to-day you know Mm -hmm. am i the most present i could be absolutely not have i skimped on taking them on family vacations over the summer because we spend a lot of money going to conventions all year yeah it's the guilt that sets in yeah and so you know that would be my caution to anybody who wants to take their business to the next level it's like how much do you really want it because there's Mm going to be a sacrifice what are you willing to trade for it right and yeah had i known that i was going to trade a lot of important years with my kids yeah i don't know scott and i have those long conversations where some days are really good yeah and then some days are really bad and i have to sit back and ask myself what what the fuck am i doing this for (laughs) why like why am i doing this again oh yeah because of this but then again i feel like I look at my kids and they're on their iPads and I'm looking and I'm like, I should be doing this and that, but then what am I going to trade for that? You know, I got to be on a vacation schedule. I got to, you know, clock in, clock out. You know, there's Mm -hmm. no, there's no flexibility on time. Mm -hmm. And so there is a trade-off. And so that very fine balance where you define your boundaries on, this is the time I'm going to cut off. This is the time I'm going to put the NMO away or the, you know, Flynn's boutique away. Yeah. And I'm going to be mom or I'm going to be Nicole or yeah. whatever it is. I'm going to be friend because I've had to lose a lot of friendships. Yeah. Because they did not know where Nicole started and where Nicole ended and where the business picked up. Right. Mm-hmm. And I am. It's like our family's there and they understand and they support us. But the people that we love, just like family, they don't understand that. They don't get that. And that's been probably one of the hardest things I've had to come to terms with. And learning still along the way that, you know, when you're when you're in the spot that you're in, those are those are the hazards Mm -hmm. that come with being who we are. A hundred percent. And that's why, you know, but the passion is the fuel. You know, if you don't have passion in your heart about this, this whole thing, a hundred percent, I mean, it fuels your butt every single day. You're going to burn out. Yes. You know it. And so for me, it's like when people ask me, should I do YouTube? I'm like, how passionate are you about teaching? Cause you could do this for years and not make a dime doing YouTube. No, no one may watch your videos for months and months and months. You may not get over a thousand subscribers. You may not monetize for your first three years. And if you don't have that passion feel in your gut every day, you're going to give up. If you don't so wake like, up jumping out of bed thinking, I have a great idea. Uh-huh. This is this is what I got to do. And yeah. it doesn't matter if anybody understands it or not. You understand it. You see it. And you get yeah. that feeling of, I have to bring this to life. Yeah. You won't survive. No. It'll, be, it'll be excruciating to do this every day and uh-huh. try to build it and build your audience. And then they're going to see right through that. A hundred percent. They're going to see it. Yeah. Uh, well, and that's the biggest thing as like an, as an educator, if you're in the creator piece of this, not so much vendor, but as a creator, if you don't have that really deep in your heart, that passion to be of service, that passion to educate, that passion to give back what was so freely given to you, don't even bother. Yeah. I kind of feel like, because you're gonna spin your wheels. I've watched it happen so many times in my mentorship group. People spin their wheels, spin their wheels, and I'm like, how big is that that fire in your heart? You know, yeah. how much do you really wanna give? Because you're gonna give a lot yes. to get there. Oh yeah. And you know, so anyway. And if you don't feel it, it, it it's not, who you are, mm-hmm. 
You can't force yourself. No. You cannot fake you the cannot, funk. You cannot force yourself. <laughs> and it's it, hard. And you have to be willing to change. Yeah. You got to be willing to roll because the industry yeah. itself is going to change and you're going to have to bend with it and you're going to have to go. It is a lifestyle. Yes. Um, yeah. One of the things that I did this year, mm-hmm. I got sober. Yeah. I got sober this year. Very proud and of you. I am. Oh, I, I have always looked up to you for the longest time and I'm just like, she's sober and and you've been so for 11 years 13 13 13 okay 13 13 years and um i am about to hit my one year here in december oh i know i know i know i know and it's just like when you told me that sober is your definition of sober like so sober is sober to you you know like Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna lie, I'll eat a gummy every now and then yeah. because a bitch has anxiety. But, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, my sober is my vice. Mm-hmm. You know, like my, like that was my demon. Yeah. That was my demon, Th- that was my trauma. Yeah. And I would eat and, and, and drink and get crazy and wild and violent all by myself. And I was being so destructive to me that the people around me were so sad for me. Yeah. And it wasn't until I realized that I was hurting my kids Mm -hmm. and they were like, I don't even know that person anymore. Mm -hmm. When you drink, you get really angry and really mad and you're not my mom anymore. Can you stop for a year? Like, can you just try? I was like, you know what? I was like, for you, I'll do anything. And so like, I, I did. And I was like, Oh, I don't see the benefit in doing this anymore. So I'm not going to do that anymore. Yeah. I, I can do it yeah because for so long i was like i cannot not do this i have to this is what people do this yeah. is normal this is i'm gonna be a boring person if i don't do this i'm gonna be no one's gonna talk to me no one's gonna you know like me or hang out with me if i stop doing this but i didn't realize that people didn't like me like that either yeah so mm-hmm. i made the change and my head has i have seen life in color Mm -hmm. and it's so weird because it's the fog i thought the fog was there because i was you know getting older or i was just you know living life not taking things seriously as soon as i stopped drinking i felt this like something leave my body it was just like so like and i the longer I went, the easier it got. Mm-hmm. And so I remember asking you a lot and I felt very awkward and very <laughs> intrusive when I would ask you, you know, is this supposed to happen? Uh-huh. And what happens here? And what are the dynamics here? And can it be done? And you were always very, very honest with me. Yeah. It was like, like you were a servant to somebody who needed to find their way mm-hmm. thank you yeah. well <laughs> thank you <laughs> you know the pleasure is all mine i mean that is uh the greatest gift you know and to hear what you um you know to hear those gifts that, that you've received in in your journey is uh like i'm misty-eyed i can't take it because <laughs> it's, it's the best thing when we find that freedom and we, like you said, we see life in color and, and you get freedom. And does it, do you feel like a, a square peg in a round hole all the time? A hundred percent, you know, it's, it's tough to travel. It's tough to 
Heck, it's, t- it's tough to sit out on your back deck on a sunny evening, you know? And not want a beer. Right. Yeah. And, you know, so, but there's that, but, like, the the gifts will always outweigh the, you know, the, the illusion, you right. know? And you got to let go of the, this illusion that this was, this was somehow greater, because it never was, you know? And um, I'm just so proud of you, and it, it means so much to me, like, that's what, uh, for me, that's what sobriety is all about. And it, that's why I love what I get to do as a creator because you, you're of service, you know? It's, I always have, I have a sign in my office that says servant leader, servant leadership. You could Google it if you know what servant leadership is, but it's a leadership style, but it's also, you know, part of being in recovery. It's like, I don't get, to, I don't get to keep what I have if I don't give it away, you know? And that's the beauty of, you know, that sisterhood and that fellowship and, you know, we'll always have that, you know, that kinship that we share. And I, that's very special to me. And, um, I'm just, I'm thrilled to hear that from you. <laughs> I think that's fabulous. I, I, um, I leaned on you in so many ways of finding the strength to have the courage to do that. Like it, I was so scared. I was so terrified of who's going to want me, you know? Yeah. That, that was like what I thought, but it was something that I, like you said, the, the fear, the illusion, it, it was the double, you know, telling me, no, Mm -hmm. like you can't do this because no one's going to want you. Nobody's going to want to hang around. You're not going to have that spark. You're not going to mm-hmm. have, but fuck that. Yeah. No, fuck that. Like, and yeah, I do every now and then I kind of get like a little glimpse or mm-hmm. feeling of, Ooh, wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. And then I think, but what are the consequences that come with that? Yeah. What's that going to cost me? I won't mm-hmm. stop when it's supp- like, yeah. I would envy people. I still envy yeah. people who can yeah. just have a casual drink mm-hmm. and then just, put it down and go away. And then I'm still struggling with, I'm not an alcoholic, you know, like I'm not an alcoholic. I am a person recovering from trauma that leans on that to make it go away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I am still struggling with the word, you know, I don't like to say, Oh, I'm an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. But then again, I don't know. I yeah. don't know what the definition of that is because mm-hmm. I'm still struggling with that fear. Yeah. Well, and that's your journey, you know, and I think one place, I, I am not some, I think sometimes people have a hard time with the recovery because it seems so rigid Mm -hmm. and I would much rather approach your journey with love and acceptance and say, if that is what works for you, you're sober today and that's all that matters, Mm -hmm. you know, screw what anyone else has to say about it or screw what, you know, whatever kind of they want to conform you into this, that, or the other. I, you know, I'm all about like medical assisted treatment. Um, you know, working with a psychiatrist, working with, you know, a doctor and, and however, you know, you find that freedom, I think is, you know, faith-based recovery, whatever it may be, you know, I love it. Hallelujah. You're sober. That's great. You know? Yeah. And I'm just, I'm so thankful that, that you found that. And you know, the, the, all the blessings on the other side of that door, you know, it's great. And you shine so much brighter. I definitely you feel so lighter. Brighter. I, I feel like I'm shining. I feel mm-hmm. like 
I feel like I am younger. I mm-hmm. feel like I can hear and see and things are pleasant again. Yeah. You, when you open up your heart and you have that energy field around you, cause you're very like, um, you can feel everything, right? Because you're not mm-hmm. muting anything. Right. I mean, my psych meds mute me a little bit. <laughs> but, you know, like your aura is open. You know, you feel the energy around you. And, you know, you could really read a room. And, and you just, and you have that confidence to know, like, I'm not going to feel like crap tomorrow. I'm not going to oh, do Oh, hangovers suck. Yeah. Like, oh, God, I hate hangovers. <laughs> I'm going to go to that party tonight. And every, I'm going to I'm gonna be lucid. And, and I'm going to be present for people and I'm going to give of my heart when I'm around people and and then I'm going to go home and I'll probably replay all the things that I said to people because I got social anxiety but I know I didn't regret anything that I said you know I know I didn't yeah. act in a way that was inappropriate now do I get a little ratchet when I party yeah they yeah. thought I was drinking it but we went to <laughs> Tulsa we were partying at the two moms craft shack mm-hmm. event and and I had a great time. I was on the I was on the dance floor all night. Yeah. Someone says, "Is she drinking again?" I said, "No, this is just who I am." Yeah. You know, I have a great time. So that's 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 so. It's like a breath of fresh air to hear because all the things that you're saying, I have that social anxiety. I have that. Well. How am I going to behave at this party if I'm not drinking? Yeah. How am I going to talk to people about and be interesting if I'm not drinking? Yeah. How we're not going to do shots. We're not going to do I'm going to have to actually use my energy that I have, my yeah. natural energy. And I do it. You know, I went to New Orleans. I I went, you know, to friends birthday parties. I go to social outings. It doesn't bother me when people drink in front of me at all, you know, but they they kind of ask me, you know, does this make you uncomfortable? No, it doesn't make you uncomfortable because I am very, very, very strong in my will to live without alcohol because I know that what your relationship is with alcohol is your relationship with alcohol. It it is not the alcohol that is bad. It is the way I abuse it. Right. That is bad. Mm-hmm. And it is but a symptom. Yeah. Yes. And mm-hmm. so since stopping and since cleaning up and and choosing to not consume anymore, I have been able to find out, oh, I have ADD, like a motherfucker. Yeah. And I also <laughs> got diagnosed with OCD. And so mm-hmm. it's like all of these things, all of this, this, this discomfort within my skin, this, mm-hmm. this um, trauma and unsettled feeling, I was using this substance to fix that yeah and it was causing so much worse like it's gonna magnify it yeah Mm -hmm. so i thank you so much for sitting here with me and talking (laughs) and we got a little deep there but i did i i see this as a celebration you know some people want to you know tell me you know don't talk about that because it makes people uncomfortable or you know that's that's don't tell your business to people. No, I want to celebrate that I am living my life in a with a new pair of glasses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I encourage anybody who is thinking about doing the same thing. It's totally possible. Mm-hmm. And just trust that gut feeling. If mm-hmm. you know it's time to stop drinking, do it. Yeah. And and you won't regret it. No, there'll never be there'll never be a regret that, that decision. I yeah. can guarantee you. And you know, and it's important that you share your story when you're comfortable because so many people look up to you and 
you know, if they say, oh, you know, if when they, it sounds so cliche, like, oh, if she can do it, I can do it. Yeah. But well, I will say that you were my encouragement because I saw you. I said, how can I be this person? How can I be interesting? How, why, you know, when I sit there on these lives and I'm not drinking, you know, people are going to be like, oh, I don't want to hear what she has to say. She's not making me laugh. You know, she's not being, you know, silly and loose. And I looked at you and I, I said, Jessica's got her shit together. Look. She looks very fucking happy. Like she looks really happy and she's really enjoying herself and she looks, she's successful and she wakes up every day and I saw you would get up and you go to the gym and you put your makeup on and then you come back and you record. And I was thinking, I wake up and I feel like ass because I drink a whole bottle of wine because I was so filled with anxiety yeah. and I, my face looks gray. Ever since then, I started taking your strength and your journey and reflecting and being, I can, I can do that too. I, I can live clean and I can be successful too. She is proof. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have it that much together. Okay. Let me just tell hey, you. We're not perfect. You know, like, yeah. no, I'm very messy. I'm very messy. You know, like <laughs> people meet me in private. They always say, don't meet your heroes in person. Cause I feel like when people finally meet me, I'm a freaking mess. No, but, no. You know. I love it. I love it. Um, I will go. She she's a very busy lady, guys, and I can sit here and I can talk with her forever. But I'm gonna have to let her go. Yeah. Um. I will ask you this: Where can people find you these days? Hit just Flint Sisters. Just Google Flint Sisters Supply Shop. Mm -hmm. You find my business, you know, or you find me on YouTube, Flint Sisters Boutique on YouTube. Are you doing the weekly video still? You know, goosey with kinda, the okay. Yeah, I finally kind of let the pressure off on myself for that. So I do every other week or so. Okay. If I got too much going on, I don't do it. I, I know. I know <laughs> yeah. how. Fuck that. You know, like some days I'm just like, I go strong and I'm like a video every week. Jessica does it. I can do two every week. I could do at least one a month. No. Guys, it's fucking tough. It's hard. It's, it's so hard. It's a lot. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot. And, you know, like we were talking about with that sacrifice, that's where all that. Yeah. <laughs> that Scott, went. Scott and I have had many bickering days about yeah. the videos. Yeah. So um, lots of fallen by the wayside. <laughs> um, so I will go ahead and turn you loose. Um, I hope you have a wonderful time here it Thank is day you. one we're we're just rolling out you're and staying for the whole the whole deal i don't I, to be honest this was such a like an impromptu like jump in the car and let's go grab yeah. the mics let's go i haven't even met sarah or jason i just ran in here set uh -huh. up and so i feel like i am like you know dying and dashing but i need to like do something what do you suggest well just come and hang out tomorrow or, you know, they got that, they're having a party tomorrow night. Okay. At seven, seven to 11. Seven to 11. Okay. We're going to, we're going to cut a rug. Cut a, we're, we're going to get, dancing? we're going to get a little ratchet. We're going to do okay. a little twerking, you know. Twerking. I like twerking. Yeah. We're okay. going to have a good time. So I mean, right. maybe coming out for that. <laughs> um, there's going to be a Barbie photo video. Yeah. Thing. We're going to be doing, we're filming a Barbie video with the girls and the guys, mm -hmm. all the instructors. We're going to be, that's at 7 a.m. <laughs> I don't get pretty at 7 a.m. for anybody. So oh, yeah. I'm just like, okay, well, we'll do that. But Oh, yeah. I think Scott's, uh, you're doing the video, right? Yeah. Oh. All right. So. All right. Well, I'll be there with bells on. All right. I <laughs> threw some outfits together. I don't even know. I might be in it. I might not be in it. I don't know. You should. But Let's do it. Barbie. I'll be, somebody told me to be uh, 
uh, sassy Barbie. So I'm going to be sassy Barbie. Sassy Barbie. Sassy Barbie. Sassy Barbie is everybody. Did you see the Barbie movie? Uh, I did not see the Barbie movie. I I saw the Barbie documentary. I I cried. I I cried in the opening scene because it was so inclusive. Yeah. So many different people. So many different Barbies. And I was like, ah. Yeah. I I was losing it. Yeah. I had a lot to say. And I was reflecting a lot. Everybody was looking at me like, what are you talking about? I was like, (laughs) tiny shoulders. (laughs) (laughs) I know. But all right, guys. That is Miss Jessica Flynn. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being on here. It's been a long time it, it 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 we were due for a podcast very due yeah. very much so so thank you for having me i hope me. you'll come back a hundred percent all you can i'll i would love to come back the pleasure is all mine you can have me anytime thank you all right bye guys <laughs>